Hello and happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this week's new episode of Breakfast with Boom. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL, and it's rainy, it's foggy, it's humid. It's a very ugly summer day here in New Rochelle, New York. But we're here to talk about video games, folks. I mean, what could you say if you're an Xbox fan, you are riding on cloud nine. Gamescom is still happening. We've had a lot of our peers, a lot of our good friends, boots on the ground at Gamescom. Uh, some really big, powerful interviews with Pete Hines and Todd Howard and Phil Spencer. And man, oh man, if you are someone that is or has been worried about, you know, what, what's the next big direction for Xbox? Well, we're going to break all that down because, folks, Phil Spencer had some really big things to say. And... Well, you know, when you talk about Xbox, gentlemen, you have to talk about PlayStation. And normally, almost 10 out of 10 times, or even 11 out of 10 times, whenever Microsoft is just about or releases some really excellent information for their fans, Sony does what Sony does. And normally, they get out there and they drop a trailer for one of their bangers. Right. Or they get out there and they drop some information that makes the, the you know, everyone seem to forget about Xbox. Well, that actually didn't happen because the information that was subtly put out there was a big flop. And we're going to be breaking down what this so-called PSP is all about and how you have to have these two hundred dollar uh, headphones or wireless headphones in order to hook it up. Because, well, you know, Sony just likes you know, putting the banana in the tailpipe of its fans. But listen, we <laughs> bomb. We were talking, and you were like, "How dare they call this the PSP when it is a disgrace?" This handheld, on paper, sounds great, but when we break down exactly what you're getting for your two hundred and fifteen dollars after sales tax, you're going to be like, "What a big pile of you know what, crispy." How are you feeling? Good morning, sir. <laughs> PSP's back yet? Oh wait! Oh, oh. what an no. L! Yeah, that's no, that's and and I mean seriously, you couldn't have called it something else because this is not the PSP I grew up with. I'm sorry. I like I said before, it was the Game Gear on steroids, you know, and uh, that's something that you know it's it's their choice but i think it's a really it's a terrible look because it's really it's like oh we've moved on from the better product and it's like you could have brought out the you know a new version of that and probably uh it would have sold gangbusters but this is just gonna sit on shelves just like the psvr2 i mean we're gonna get into more uh love the gameplay choice boom as usual and uh <laughs> yeah it's great to be here you're here, so here sir why should why wouldn't i play gears of War? <laughs> <laughs> what's that beautiful game <laughs> it's good to be here <laughs> it's, it's great to have you folks now obviously it's a smaller panel today king david he is supposed to be here. He might be running behind. In fact, I got to check my messages. But while I do that, uh, Fuzzy Belvedere, lots to, lots to talk about. Phil Spencer uh, basically confirming what he has always already said. But that is that uh, moving forward, we're going to get, and I say we as Xbox fans, uh, four plus AAA games per year. He obviously is the head of Microsoft Gaming. He's walking around with his chest pushed out. He's answering these questions confidently in every interview. 
Uh, shout out to Xbox On, who did an amazing couple of interviews with Phil. Shout out, of course, to uh, Destin Legary, who had some, uh, you know, some time with Phil Spencer, asked some really big, powerful questions. And Phil did what Phil does. He answers them like, like the leader he is. Uh, and, of course, you know, the other topic of the day is going to be this nonsense that Sony is putting out there. Uh, how you feeling, brother? Welcome to the program. I'm feeling great. Glad to be here with you guys. Yeah. Uh, Phil basically pulled one of the these moves where he's like, look at me. I'm the captain right now. As far as when it comes to Activision about when they ask, oh, well, Bobby Kotick doesn't feel that you know, nobody cares. Bobby's not. He didn't say those exact words. Well, he's basically said, well, I make the decisions. Exactly. <laughs> so and I would have liked for them to be able to say that they closed the deal. But it, it's inevitable at this point in time. Um you know, with them going through this extended period, it, it has to be reviewed or at least uh, processed or pushed through, considering the cap tribunal was like, why are we doing this? Oh, well, you better come out with a, a better come up with a different outcome at this point. So, man, just it, it's like gamers Christmas or Christmas right now between the games that are there at Gamescom, as well as the games that, you know, we are hearing about possibly like with uh, Phil slipping a little bit, saying something about the first a game coming in the first quarter. Uh, plus, we got to see Stalker 2. Yeah, he kind of let that quarter. slip a little bit there. Yes, he did. <laughs> so we, we, we definitely have a roadmap, which unfortunately, the other side doesn't really seem to have one other than more hardware that they have to buy or buy additional hardware to make the hardware that they're trying to sell you work. We'll get into it, but so glad to be here. We got a lot to get into, so let's do this. We have a lot to get into, uh, as a matter of fact. When we're going to get to, we're going to, we're going to break it down. Uh, you know what? While we wait for, and actually the Dusty Uno is supposed to be joining us as well. We'll see if we can get him in here. If not, we're going to keep it tight. We're gonna keep it, uh, you know, friendly, uh, and and we're gonna have a lot of a lot of big points. Let let let's talk, gentlemen, about this uh, this Sony sh shenanigans, if you will. Now, look, no one's here gonna argue and suggest that the PlayStation Five is not a good system. It's a great system, right? It has a lot of great games, and I quite enjoy being an owner. Spider Man is gonna be amazing, no pun intended. But we we have to. We have to take a step back because, you know, there's always, been, gentlemen, have been Xbox concerns. You know, what's around the corner for Xbox? What's their hardware? What's their peripherals? What's their games look like? You know, Game Pass, unsustainable, right? And when we hear these questions, as Xbox fans, we normally just run to the front of the line and answer any questions you have because we are privy to a roadmap that Xbox tells us they're going to do. Now, to be fair, they haven't hit always. That's the truth. But we got to talk about what was announced during games. Well, first of all, let, let's, let's bring a small, a small question. This is a bit of, a, a, of an audible at the line here. And obviously, you're a Chiefs fan. You'd appreciate this because Mahomes does it <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Um, does anyone else find it extremely bullish or even ballsy that Sony just doesn't even bother going to Gamescom? As big as that event is, they just like, well, you know, we're we're still big man on campus. 
Chrissy, what are your thoughts on just the, the complete no-show? Literally nothing at all. Not even a poster at well, Gamescom. I, I mean, you got to call a spade a spade and say there's nothing to show. I mean, I mean, when you're trying to, you know, show that that portable there, their portal, um, it, you know, and that's that's basically all you've said during Gamescom, and and this is your. This is a player base that is is very loyal to the brand, you know, as far as, you know, sales and everything else always touted as an area that, you know, it, it should be a, a, a talking point in, in the boardroom of, you know, continuing that trend for them. And I really I don't feel that they care anymore. I, and I think, you know, they look at it as a market they already have and they can never lose it. And and that's where I go and say, like doing a, a simplistic thing like that uh without a game involved is is concerning i mean it should be concerning for sony fans i personally don't have a ps5 um so i really am just like okay whatever but i mean for them not to show at all not even show up and do a little thing themselves you know even if it's online it's it's a little strange to me um you know, I guess you could hope for something down the line or they're just saving whatever they have for the game awards. I mean, but we're only assuming. So as of now, I mean, they're just treating, um, you know, the European area like uh, we, we already got this in the bag. We're good. And I think that's that's just a bad look. And it's it's something that, you know, those fans probably don't appreciate. And, you know, some of them might have said, oh, I'm going to Gamescom regardless. And. They might be like an Xbox right now if they're there, you know, something that maybe they didn't think they'd, they'd be into. And, and you know, we got we got games coming, people. So, you know, uh, watch out because a shift may happen. And and I feel like it's 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 right around the well, corner. We're starting to see that shift now, aren't you? Because, like, I mean, listen, I'm not saying that it's that it, that it's some that, it, you know, it's an abundance or every other, you know, every five tweets, it's someone selling their PlayStation 5. But. Listen, I mean, people are are selling their consoles because look, I'm I am over the moon excited for Spider Man. I bought the plates for my PS Five. I bought the controller. I got a Miles Morales uh, uh, a cable guy waiting right here to hold the controller. Like I'm in the bag, right? But I am a Spider Man fan. I'm a Marvel stan. Not everyone is. Not everyone cares that. Craven the Hunter is the antagonist of this game right along with Venom. A new version on how they're going to tell that story. See, for me, that's exciting. Maybe for more than half of the PlayStation 5 owners right now, they're like, yeah, I don't give a shit. I, I could care less. Yeah, well, and, and you have to look at it this way. You know, um, the way I am, I, I follow a lot of PlayStation gamers. Some of them that get personal or toxic, that's when I, I mute or block them. That's the only way. Like, you start getting personal with me, I'm not doing that. Um, so it's one of those things that they're, they're talking more about Xbox than Spider-Man 2. And, and I think that should be a concern because is there Spider-Man fatigue for some people? I mean, three games Well, they have three games in five years, brother, so maybe. You know, and, and that could be a possibility. Also, there's been a lot of movies, too. You know what I mean? Is there a little bit of Spider-Man fatigue? I mean, you know, I think of uh, something that they could probably have gotten away with a little better is if Wolverine and Spider-Man 2 fly, you know, switched. And and that was the case. It's obviously not. I mean, they, they literally just probably started developing it, you know, when they announced it. 
because all we got was that slight teaser. So I, I look at it and I say, maybe that's something that's happening. And that's where like I call out people all the time. Like, dude, like you're talking more about Xbox than your own platform. Like, you know what I mean? Like we talk about Xbox, like we'll talk about PlayStation on the show, but when we're, we're in the, the Twitter verse or X verse, we, we kind of just talk about Xbox. We're really not like, you know, if Sony does a stupid thing, like we're going to talk about later, we call it out and we say that this doesn't make any sense. And, and I'm going to tell you something right now. We would do the same to Xbox. We would. And that's, that's something that you, you got to realize, like you guys, you got a, a platform and you got a new game coming out and I'm hearing nothing. And Sony's being super quiet about it as well. It's, it's a little strange. I, I'm a little confused by it. And uh, you know, at the end of the day, maybe they say, Hey, like Starfield looks pretty good. New IP. You know what? I can own two consoles or you know what? I need to play Starfield PlayStation five. You're still pretty valuable. I could trade you in. I can get that. I can get the early access to Starfield. Let's go. You know what I mean? That's, that's what some people are probably thinking right now. I, I absolutely agree. I, I listen, w- what could you say? I mean, it's, it is, it is the biggest game this year. It's already being deemed by many people who are not breaking NDAs. Just like I said, I, I I know several people that are playing it, and they haven't told me squat because they can't. What they have, what I have heard is wow, and I can't believe what I'm what I'm playing. You get a, that- you get a couple word sentences. I mean, like for instance, Jez Corden when he got his code because I know he got, I got his code. All he put on on social media was OMG. Yep. Jess Corden is very, very, uh, he could be very subtle at times. And when he's excited about a game, he lets you know in, in, in the most subtle way. But let's, let, let's continue this conversation about Sony not being there. Fuzzy Belvedere, this is, like a lot of people uh, think this is arrogant Sony. Uh, now, yeah. I think Crispy's onto something. Uh, they don't have anything to show. And that's what I was alluding to in my opening is the fact that, well, normally Sony gets out there and they try to push Xbox out of the way. That's just what they do. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's not what's happening now. They've been very quiet. And obviously this is this this is this is going to go down. I mean, again, it's ABK is going to close by September. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, that's a big deal. But also in September is is one of the biggest exclusives this year. That's Starfield. Sony is nowhere to be, find, be found on social media. They're nowhere to be found with their fans. And, well, apparently nowhere to be found at Gamescom. Is, is this a ballsy or bullish uh, move, in your opinion? It, it is, um, but it's pretty much uh, you know standard protocol for them for the past couple of years, not going to some of these events because they feel their brand is strong enough where they can do a YouTube video or something at IGN. And, you know, that, that should suffice for them. But I think the big thing now is with, when your competitor has actual games that journalists, as well as, you know, basically casual gamers are talking about or buzzing about on social media or, you know, trying to go to these events to at least get an inkling or, or see some info and, you got people leaking stuff and and people quickly downloading it and just like drooling over like the gameplay and stuff like that. I I, I think this is a wrong move for them. Like, sure, they showed their their hardware that they talked about at their last showcase, 
And I guess it's it's pretty much going to be shipping here rather uh, soon. But this isn't the time for them to kind of sit on their haunches. Like there really isn't a roadmap as we know, other than, well, Spider-Man comes in October, which, you know, funny thing is, you know, people were talking about, oh, Baldur's Gate is going to knock Starfield out. And now Baldur's Gate will be probably coming to Xbox when Spider-Man 2 comes out. So we'll, we'll see how that shoe Could fits. very well be, sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Sony is playing their old tactics and I don't think it's landing as well as it used to. Like you have some of their fan base picking at, you know, start screens and things like that. And then they come to realize a lot of their start screens aren't much more, uh, you know, enthusiastic, let's just say. Um, but it, it's not about a start screen. So we'll, we'll, we'll move on from there. But when it comes to Sony right now, what is, you know, coming the early part of next year. We don't think it's Wolverine because Wolverine's more than likely going to be a 2025. If it's, if it's 2024, it's going to be a late 2024. So you have a lot of space in between. And I think, uh, and I, I don't want to throw Bungie under the bus, but I kind of feel like they're partly the re, uh, responsible for some of these games getting delayed where Sony yep. would drop a trailer for something, you know, upcoming, but you know, Bungie saw it and, you know, with the whole games as a service thing, they're like, that ain't it, chief. So <laughs> a lot of that stuff is put on the back burner or canceled or or back to the drawing board kind of stuff. So Sony is in a weird position. Yeah, they're selling hardware like gangbusters, but that's, you know, going to last them until the games start drying up. And it looks like after spider-man we we really don't know what's coming as far as for first party sure there's some third party things that they'll you know do splash screens and you know (laughs) advertise on on youtube and social media and stuff but after that it's like when do we hear about a ghost of tsushima 2 when do we hear about this this you know rumored you know space or sci-fi game from uh cory barlog when do we hear about you know, a, a potential either remaster or re reworking of like a resistance or, or even like twisted metal or any of those types of things. So there's a lot of stuff that they seem to have working in the background. Like you have the, that, uh, you know, payday three knockoff game, you have the starship trooper game, but we have no idea when those are going to actually land. I mean, they might land, you know, early half or first half of next year, but is that going to be enough to keep their fans happy? Especially when they see, oh, the people across the street are now getting, you know, three games before the end of the year, and they'll probably have two games before the, you know, the the third month in in the new year. So it, it it's it's an interesting position that they're in. Yeah, they they feel confident in, in uh, Europe because they have such a dominance in that region. But I would have to believe if I'm Sony, I would like to have that that PSP wannabe thing in, you know, at Gamescom. So some people can have hands on, like, it's great to put it in IGN's hands, but put it in actual customer's hands. So that way, if like, cause there's a, a bunch of questions I have about that thing, which we'll probably get into later, but I would like to see if, if there's Wi-Fi at, at Gamescom, if they can, you know, call back to their own PlayStation, you know, clear out the data as the next person, you know, hand or plays around with the handheld. But yeah, it just it feels like a missed opportunity to have some of those products there. Uh, they just had a sci-fi game that's very cinematic that didn't seem like it scored well. That was like a I'm assuming it's a timed exclusive. It might even be a full on exclusive, but it's by a third party that uh, Fort Sol- Solace or whatever it's called. 
Yeah, it, it, it's and not like, getting good reviews at all. So it, it's it's a weird time for Sony. Sure, they'll bounce back when they figure out what they're going to replace uh, Uncharted with. And, you know, we'll see about the whole remaster uh, remasterings of The Last <laughs> of Us and see if Factions ever comes to be. But, yeah, it, it just it feels real weird for Sony right now. As somebody that has both consoles, I'm only playing Gran Turismo <laughs> at the moment on that one. There really isn't anything new that's not like, you know, a rehash or a remaster other than looking forward to Spider-Man when it comes out. But I doubt I'm going to be. Well, I already made the plan. I'm not buying it day one because I got Starfield to play, you know, in a matter of what, four or five days. And then I got Forza right after that. So Spider-Man for me is going to take a back seat until early next year. And if rumors are true with like Stalker 2, well, not rumors, but the timing is true as far as Stalker 2 and. and yeah, it's first Hellblade. quarter. They, can, they confirmed yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Spider Man might even take a further backseat. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, it's, I wouldn't say it's doom and gloom just yet, but it is strange. I'll just put it that way. Well, I mean, listen, let, let, let's. Uh... First of all, uh, the Dusty Uno is not going to be joining us. He actually just uh, DM'd me. He is not feeling well, so shout out to him. Hopefully, he feels better soon enough. And uh, I'm still waiting to hear from King David. Obviously, I spoke with King. Oh, I speak to King almost uh, at least once a week. Uh, he he's supposed to join us, so you know, just bear with us uh, as we uh, as we wait. But let let let's break down the new PlayStation Portal details. Now, this comes the way of Tom Warren and why this thing is dead on arrival is based on everything Tom Warren has in his one tweet. Now this is to me, I don't even understand what Sony is doing now, gentlemen, we have to understand and folks, listen, I'm not, in fact, not even sure how many people we have here. We have almost 500 people here on a Friday morning. So thank you so much for checking us out. This isn't a pile on the rabbit situation, right? But if the shoe was on the other foot, and this was Xbox, rest assured, like Crispy just said moments ago, and and uh, and uh, Fuzzy has alluded to, if it was Microsoft doing this, as fans, we'd be on them, like we have done in the past, and and we're not ashamed to do it. If if you're not doing what we're that we something that we like as consumers, we're going to talk about it somehow or another, gentlemen. The PlayStation community just keeps taking the banana in the tailpipe. Like I, I don't understand what's happening here. Like what? What? Why don't you ask for for better? Because I know that we were told that, right? Xbox players were said, "Well, you gotta, you have to ask Microsoft to be better," and we did. And well, the results are in front of you. Let's let let me read Tom Warren's breakdown here, because to, to me, I don't understand who this is for. And you know what's even more strange? This is on the cusp of a $600 VR unit that basically Sony took a bath in. Like, that thing is nowhere to be found. Ryan McCaffrey, who's an Xbox dude, you know, obviously sometimes, um, is out there throwing them under the bus uh, about how he felt he feels. He said this about two, two or three weeks ago, about how he feels that he wasted his money buying the, the PlayStation VR, because the tech itself is fantastic. The pricing, not so much. And of course, like we all called, Sony was not going to support this. And guess what? They're not supporting it. So let me read you all the negative things 
about Sony's new PlayStation Portal that basically is 200 bucks, 215 bucks, and I'm, it looks nice. Eight-inch screen is very vibrant. You know, I I, I think it's a, it. You know, the, the it does look a little flimsy. I, I don't have one. I'm not going to have one, so I don't know if it's. It, I would imagine it's made you know sturdy because Sony makes good products. But you know, this is. Th- th- please tell me if I'm crazy here, gentlemen. So according to Tom Warren, who tweeted about this, he says no Bluetooth. You have to buy the new PlayStation Link compatible headset. Okay, so let me just pause there for a second. The Nintendo Switch, the 720p Nintendo Switch has Bluetooth. This new device, this game-changing device, does not have Bluetooth. Okay, I guess. Uh, P.S., by the way, uh, you can't use any other wireless headsets other than the PlayStation uh, Link compatible headset, which, by the way, is $200. Now, it does have a jack where you can plug something in, but, I mean, we are in 2023. Who's using wired headphones? Now, maybe some people do, but not, not, on, not on a new next-level tech device. Like, to me, that's what? Okay. No local play. No, not even media playback. No PlayStation 5 cloud streaming on this thing. Wait a second. I'm sorry. What? And finally, targeting same battery life as the DualSense controllers. Does anyone have any of those? Know that after four hours, you're, you're, you're standing next to something to plug it in? I'm, what? And this is 200 bucks. I want to go first to Fuzzy on this. Fuzzy, this is... This to me seems like a disaster from the start. You, yeah. You're telling me that this device at, 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 at 200 bucks, you're like, wow, well, that's actually not bad. It's a PlayStation device, it's 200 bucks, but then it doesn't do anything. You literally have to have a $600 PS5 in your house to use this. It's almost the same thing as the, 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 the VR unit. The mm-hmm. VR unit is six hundred plus dollars with the game, but you need a fi- nearly six hundred dollar device to use it. This is the same <laughs> thing. Well, it's the same principle anyway. Yeah. Is this another blunder for Sony? It, it it's a blunder for all, but like a small case use type of thing. Like right now, the Nintendo Switch Lite is a better you know peripheral at two hundred dollars than than this PSP or PlayStation Portal. Um, just for the fact that it actually with the, the Nintendo switch Lite, it's Bluetooth and it works with any wireless headset and the battery life is probably going to be five to seven hours versus the four hours I get out of my dual sense now, which by the way, I play a lot of Gran Turismo. So when I say it, my dual sense only lasts four hours, it's legitimately, legitimately only four hours. Now add a screen to that. Now, sure. It's not playing locally, but it's still going to have all the vibrations of the regular controller and you add a screen to that, it's going to sap that four hours down to probably two or three hours. So for me, this is a no-go. Like I Now, one thing I'm, I'm still questioning, and I, I thought it was this way, and then I was hearing from a group of people that it's not this way, and now people are backtracking. So I, 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 I really wonder, as far as the remote play aspects of this, like 
before I was under the impression, and I think it is the case where if you're at a hotel that has Wi-Fi that's fairly decent or you're at your friend's house that has Wi-Fi and your PlayStation is either left on or in rest mode uh, and it's connected to Wi-Fi, then this thing can do the distance connection where you're outside of your house. I hope that's still the case, because if it's not, this is even more worthless than I can imagine. But let's just focus on like the immediate use in the house. This is basically the like the PSTV with a dual sense, basically. It, it works well it if somebody wants yeah. to use the TV that the PS5 is connected to and you want to continue to play your game or you want to play the game while you're, you know, on the, the porcelain throne or whatever you want to call it. Um, that would be a, a perfect case use, I guess, for this. If somebody else wants to use the PS5, like in, in my household, I, I'm the only one that uses the PS5. But let's just say it, it, it was in the main like living room and my wife wants to watch uh, like Amazon Prime or something like that. If that's on the PS5 as, you, as far as using the streaming, then this thing is useless for me because I can't play the game while the thing is doing pro, uh, Prime on the TV. So it... it it, it has a very small window or niche as far as for use. And the fact that you can't do anything locally and you can't even use the streaming from like PS plus, like the subscription that you're paying like $18 a month for makes it even worse of a, a, a you know, an idea for this product. Like I would, I would like for this thing to be able to play YouTube directly. Now that, that sounds silly, Oh well, you could just run YouTube on on your PlayStation. And you should be able to see it on this. Uh, 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 not so fast. Try running uh, YouTube on your phone when you do remote play with your phone. It tells uh, you dude, it won't work. No, it, and, it does not. And and the same thing with any streaming service. So if you wanted to, like, it should be able to handle a direct app, just like a, a phone would on Wi-Fi, where it could stream any of the the video stuff. Like, so if you're on the go and you don't feel like messing around with the TV at the hotel or you're at your friend's house, but you just want to watch, you know, the latest episode of something from Disney Plus, you're beat as far as this is concerned. So you would still either have to stream it on your phone or your laptop or whatever. So it, it limits its usefulness, at least for me. Now, I'm sure there's a ton of people that this is going to be perfectly fine, but I look at it as... I could just use my current phone with a backbone and be done with it and not have to spend the $200. And then, yeah, it works with like pretty much any wireless, well, not wireless, but like wired headset that uses the 3.5 inch jack or, or millimeter jack. That's fine. But if you want to do the wireless stuff and you want to have the pulse audio where it's the three 3D surround, you got to buy the new headset, like the pulse audio, which is 200 bucks. So well, what, no, well, ultimately, the, the, the earbud. Well, here's the thing that's weird. The earbuds are 200. The the other headset with the the retractable. 149. Boom, it, yeah, it's like yeah. 150. But it it's like that, like the hundred dollar headset or hundred whatever it was when I got it. I I could I would have to basically throw that in the trash because then that's only for directly using with the PS5. So I'd have to get rid of that to upgrade to the 150 one so I can use it with this device that's another 200 or get the earbuds and it's like. It, it, it just feels like this wasn't well thought out. Like, I don't know. I, I, I just feel like, and I won't say it's a cash grab, but it feels like a lazy effort 
to kind of cater to something that people were partially asking for, but they, they have asked that partial ask for type of thing. Excuse my language, but it's like people would love to have something to play locally. Like, like PS to me, even if this thing was up to let's say $400, I should be able to play PS4 games natively or do some of the downloads from the PS, uh, you know, subscription service and play natively on this thing. You can't, you can't even do the streaming stuff. So it's, Whatever is on your PS5, this is a portable PS TV with a dual sense attached to it. And that, that just isn't cutting it for me. So I more power to those that this is, you know, ideal for them. But to me, it would have made more sense for Sony to go ahead and invest in putting an app on the Steam Deck or the ROG Ally and have it where you could do the remote play without having to use like a third party app like uh, Chiaki, where you have to put some of your, your credentials in there for, for the uh, remote play to work. I would have rather them just do an app that I mean, sure, they would like to make money off of us as far as selling hardware because they're they're known for that. But it would have been so much better to just do an app, because if you're going to put your 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 PC game or put games on PC via Steam or whatever, then just make an app. So that way I can have some of the games natively on my Steam Deck. Some of the stuff that like the streaming thing should be a given, like the the old PS now or whatever they call it now, the PS plus premium, that should be a given like that makes sense for this type of device. I don't know why they they want to fight this one, but I guess they couldn't figure out how to make it work and keep it at this same price point or something and then have it where, you know, you could do the remote play to your PS5 through a, a Steam Deck or a, a ROG Ally without having to use that third-party app. That makes more sense. That would be them moving the, the not the goalpost, but moving forward with technology and where people want to play, having that, those options and freedom to go anywhere. Right now, this just feels like, hey, do you want a PSTV? Like, don't make no mistake the PSTV. And I was one of those early adopters on that way back when that thing flopped so hard. I don't even think they supported it the full year after it released. Like it, it it's dude. That it thing was idolatry. Like, uh, like six months after. <laughs> after <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's so, terrible. Yeah. This, I, I more power to people that buy this, but I, I would say give it six months. Cause right now your phone could probably do everything and more than what this thing can do. In six months, this thing will probably see a significant price cut or wait until the holidays. We'll, we'll see how well it does during the holidays. But I don't think this thing is going to be flying off the shelves at 200, maybe 150. Yeah, it might fly off the shelves. But even then, that that just feels like an overpriced the, the, the for problem is uh, the use cell phone. That does, the, that's the, not how phone. Fa- what you can actually do with it. It, it. it does really limit you as a player. I mean, listen. The tech, when you see it running, it looks really freaking good. Like, mm-hmm. I saw Horizon. Someone was playing Horizon on. I was like, holy shit, that looks amazing. Yeah. But if you're if you're being tethered to your device and it doesn't do anything unless it's jailbroken, what is the freaking point of that? And, and listen, <laughs> I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm a tech guy. But I don't know how to jailbreak shit, so I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. I, I if I bought this, I would take it out of the box like I did my Rock Ally, mess around with it, play, call it a day. Mm-hmm. You can't. You just, the the limitations of a two hundred dollar device in the same year that the the they have no. 
first-party support other than Spider-Man at the end of the year, a PlayStation VR disaster, and no roadmap for the remainder of the year and 2024, I'm sorry to say, if you're a PlayStation fan and you're not asking this question, because this isn't a console war thing. This is like, let's be for real here. Crispy, let's bring you into the conversation because I think I set it up for you perfectly. If this was Xbox, you and I have gone on podcasts, whether they're our own or someone else's, and we have given Microsoft the business because they deserved it. No one, including the media, is giving the what is going on at PlayStation talk. Why? Dude, (laughs) your guess is as good as mine. I don't understand it. And I feel like this happens in our world all the time. You you become brand loyal. You become you know a, a, a certain certain aspect in your brain, and you can't shut it off. And and you know like the only thing that I have in my life that you know will I will never change is you know being a fan of the teams I'm a fan of. You know what I'm saying? And and there's plenty of people that flip flop in between, and I I can care less. I know I know I'm a Chiefs fan, and that's it. Um, and that's been my whole life. So other than that, I, I look at everything objectively and I say, okay, um, you're telling me that if you are a full on, you're a hardcore, like a hardcore PlayStation fan, you're going to spend, and these are averages. I'm not getting specific because prices do change $500 for a console, $600 for a VR peripheral, $200 for a headset. $200 $200 for this PSP. My quotes fingers are up. Um, are you kidding me? That's $1,500. You could buy a good computer with that. So you mean to tell me that people that already have a PS5 get a PSVR too and feel like Ryan McCaffrey did. And I'm sure there's plenty of other people that are just not saying anything and, and feel the same way. You think you're they're going to go and say, oh, well, this is a good idea. No, no, it's not. Now, you guys could give us all the, the BS in the world about, you know, us buying controllers and stuff like that. Okay, well, we don't have to worry about four-hour battery life. You know, you either have, and, and I mean, they're really like most of these these uh, controller packs for the Xbox, they're like 15 bucks for the whole thing. You can get that. Yeah, the and play and have, charge kits, yeah. And mm-hmm. and you can you can have the pack and we could either have ones that plug in. We have so many options. Yes. Wow, options. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can also throw AA batteries in there if you wanted. And and I'll tell you right now, you go on Amazon, you can get AA batteries pretty cheap nowadays. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, like you know, 9 volt. Some other batteries are really expensive. But AA batteries, they are made in abundance, and they will last you like 15 hours. On top of that, I'm an Elite Controller, you know, Series 2 person who has a controller that never dies. <laughs> like I can never play long enough for it to actually die. And I, I go and say, if Xbox was going to go and, and have an internal battery, I would only want that because that's that, you know, and, and charge an extra 10, 20 bucks. If that's the case, you know what I'm saying? Cause that battery is worth the weight in gold. So I look at, you know, I look at battery life. I look at what are they trying to be Apple? They can't, you can't, you know, connect Bluetooth. Like I can't take, you know, one of my headsets that I connect to even my phone. You know, like it's just like, dude, like 
What are we you know, talking Spartan, about here? Spartan one, uh, twelve ten uh, agrees with you. He says in the chat, Xbox battery pack with uh, charge cable. I have never understood the argument against having options in all caps. Yeah, and and that's like I feel like they're. I really feel like Sony thinks they're Apple, and I'm sorry, like. Apple brand loyalty is 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 bar none. Now I've been an Android guy. I have an Apple now. I go where I feel I'm getting the best value, or you know, now that I've had and I and I only have an 11, so it's pretty old. It lasts. Like usually by now, I would have another Android because the thing just won't run right, and and that's something you know, like maybe I press the wrong link or something like that, and then a virus comes in. What Apple has is more of the security element that allows me to, you know, if I screw up, it'll say this site is, you know, it'll give me a pop up and it will stop it in its tracks. So that's the value I have in, in you know, Apple. I, I don't I didn't buy any of their their peripherals. You know, I hate that, you know, that I have to buy a certain charger like these are things. But at least I can go buy a wireless charger now and just flop it on there. And that's what I use, you know, so. There is a little bit of option. They're, they're basically telling you you have to get this headset for this thing that I'm sure a lot of people are like, well, so you mean I can't stream anything to it? Like, I'm sure, like, there are people that are just not saying nothing that are, are completely confused by this. And this is where I go and say, like, the options that everybody has for Xbox right now are abundance in, in this field. You know what I'm saying? People, you can use your phone, which I, I feel like, People won't buy this because they're just going to use their phone. And if you have a new phone, it's probably going to run it better than what this thing's doing. And they have, you know, they've done the, <laughs> and they've done all the the work to have, you know, like like thumbsticks on your your screen and stuff like that. I've watched my buddy play Final Fantasy on there, Final Fantasy fourteen. You know what I mean? He's he's messing around, but he's that's because he's waiting in a queue and he's not just going to sit in front of his PlayStation like a a droid, like just waiting for it. So he just like you know. He waits and then, oh, okay, I'm finally in the queue. Now I go back to my PlayStation. That's what some most people probably use it for. The way I've seen him only use, you know, the, those elements is for that. But he's not going to sit there with a controller. That's not the point. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's a controller. Four-hour battery life? I mean, come on, man. Are you yeah. kidding me? That, that is one that I'm just like, I don't understand it. And if you really look at the device, you're like, where the heck is the battery? You know what I mean? Is it just a cell phone battery? Well, my cell phone lasts longer. So what? You because you needed the rumbles and all this other stuff, it's gonna drain the battery. Well, the that triggers. Uh, listen, I, I, I listen. I, I'm not gonna even gonna front. I really, I really dig the PlayStation Five controller. Like I like the haptic stuff. Uh, I thought it's. I mean, I, I don't play it enough to know that if every every game is using it. But like when I was playing Horizon and you're using the bow and you 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 do like it does give you the impression that you're pulling the bow. I, I really like it. I like the mic in the thing. I know a lot of people are like ah, it's dumb. I I kind of dig that. I, I I don't mind sound coming out of the controller. The touchpad is great, but this is this is a this is just another why did you even bother? A, a kind of a situation for Sony. And again, this is you got to understand. You got you let's let's. Instead of looking at the sum of its parts, let's take a, 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 a you know a, a step back look at what's going on for Sony. Twenty twenty three is a disaster for them. You could say whatever you want. Oh, but boom, they have forty million consoles in the wild. Yeah, I'm sure that that's that's awesome. They're selling more PlayStation fives at this time in the in the cycle than they did the PlayStation four. 
they're going to sell 100 million of these of these consoles. There's no doubt about it, and that's amazing. But let's not take the smoke away of what they are not doing. The same smoke that came to Xbox for all the years that they were like, wait till next E3, wait till next E3, no first-party games. That's happening right now. Two companies are role-reversing. Sony has become old-school Xbox. Xbox has become old-school Sony. Anyone that doesn't see that, you are lying to yourself. Yeah, because Xbox is acting like exclusives matter now. And that's the weird thing, isn't it? Because Phil, you, and, and that's where Phil says, hey, you can play on your PC. You can play on your PC. You don't want to buy our console? We're good with it. We go off of, of how many players are playing. Players. That's yes. all they care about. And that's why you see them tout those numbers all the time. You're like, well, they're not playing it right now and this and that. You guys are so worried about Xbox and what they're doing. You ain't looking at, you know, the back, back porch saying, oh, there's a bear there. Oh, hey, what's up, bear? Oh, that's my PS5 there. Ah, I ain't using it. Why am I not using it? No, I'd rather play Thumb Wars on, on X. Yeah, okay. I I just I can't I can't understand being that loyal to a product. It just doesn't make sense to me. You have to be able to tell them enough's enough. Like we don't care about this. Where are the games? And we've done this last year. We said enough's enough. If they don't do some, if we don't, you know, and then start, we were almost off the rails. And then Hi-Fi Rush pops out there, and now you got you got games that shadow drop. You know, Age of Empires. They're just shadow. Yeah, see, like that's you know I, mean? I saw a lot of people very excited for this. That that doesn't do anything for me because I'm not an RTS guy like that. But that's a that's a big drop, man. I might try it, and, and I, that's because I used to be a Command and Conquer guy. Um, now they basically like went to mobile, which I hate. Like I don't want to play in them. I want to I want to build a giant army and just take everybody out. Like I love doing that, and that's that's where I'm like, hmm, this seems interesting because I've never never been able to play. I, I'm not. You know, I have a, a PC that I probably couldn't run the, you know, it barely runs this podcast sometimes, you know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to, you know, not try it. And that's the way it is. But now that it's it's there and it's in front of my face, you never know. But right now I just, my brain's all about Starfield and that's all I, you know, I really care about right now. So we're just, we're at a point where, you know, Sony's, Sony's got a, a hopefully, and I, you could say it, I mean, Game Awards. Maybe they they drop a, a few hammers there. You know what I mean? Like it could be. I mean, it's it, it's there's no doubt that they could have something for the game awards. I know there's a lot of people in the chat saying, "Where's the second show?" Oh, well, I mean, you you mean the real show because the fake show was in June, according to a lot of PlayStation <laughs> players. That was just you know kind of get the the wax stuff out of the way and uh, the, the the banger, the you know the Year of Dreams Part Two is coming. We're still waiting. Look, at the end of the day. This isn't when we're not going. We're not console warring here, folks. We're having a conversation. Big, big PlayStation news or supposed big PlayStation news came out yesterday. Uh, you know, during Gamescom event that they just didn't bother showing up to, and this is what they provided for their fans: garbage. That's what it is. You can go out and say, "Oh yeah, it's two hundred bucks. I'm going to buy it." Listen, if you're going to sit on the bowl, and that's how you're going to use it, good on you, man. Good on you. You got to keep your PlayStation Five on for your new $200 device. Listen, I'm not a hater. I'm a congratulator. If that's what you want to do, go ahead and do it. Uh, but we're not we're not going to shy away from criticism because, like I said, the same smoke that I give Xbox and Crispy and, and, and Fuzzy 
have given Xbox for doing dumb things because they do dumb, dumb things. That's They have done it before. We got to give Sony the same smoke. And I'm sorry to say this is just ridiculous. And like I said, I think why it's compounded more on the conversation we're having today is the fact that they have taken the ability of what is become standard fare for Bluetooth and re- purposely removed it from this thing, which it could have been in there for pennies, and it's not. And that's because they want to rate their fans over the coal. So instead of selling you a $200 device, they're going to send, sell you a $400 device because you're going to go out and buy the earbuds for $200 additional dollars. No one has a problem with that. So if you, so, so maybe you, 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 you're like me. Like, I'm an old school cat. I still have bows that go over the ears because I don't like the earbuds. I, I don't have any. Mrs. Boom has them. She loves them. But I, I'm an old school cat. Like, I, you know, like, I'm a 70s guy, right? So I, I like the big headphones. I would probably get the second one. But, I, but you know, I have the the 3D audio one that I bought when the play, when the PS5 launched. I shouldn't be able to use that? That doesn't make any sense. So you're saying, wait a second, get rid of that $100 device. Don't worry about it. It's old. Go buy the new $149 device that I can use with my new $200 device. I mean, what are we doing? But listen, enough of that. Now we're going to talk some positive news. And P.S., by the way, uh, uh, Crispy, check your DM real quick. Uh, don't, you know, private. Uh, obviously, it's a DM, so of course it's private. Fuzzy, I, I want to bring into the conversation the Starfield effect that is starting to happen right now. Now, I want to give credit where credit is due. Boss Shaw on Twitter, it's at Boss Shaw 247. He put out a tweet. And uh, apparently, since the Starfield announcement, since the Starfield uh, experience and the conversation that's happening at Gamescom with all the interviews and, of course, you know, the buzz from different social media, uh, you know, personalities, apparently, buzzing, Xbox sales has jumped 660% in just a few hours in the United States alone. Mm -hmm. According to this, now Xbox sales are up a ridiculous 870%. It has moved from uh, Xbox Series X on Amazon, uh, was numbers ranked at 388. Yikes. It is now ranked at number 40. Mm -hmm. Is the Starfield effect starting to happen? You know, we're we're we're, we're encrenching under a week now. Like we're mm-hmm. on Friday, uh, and by the way, um, go to Bethesda on Twitter, uh, and they have. I believe they have it pinned. It has all of the dates of not the dates, the times of when Starfield is going to go live on. Thursday for here in New York City or in New York, it is going to be 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mm-hmm. So I know what I'm doing at 8:01. My joint is already locked and loaded. It's already downloaded. I'm sure there's going to be a day one patch. There always is, but I'm mm-hmm. ready to go. 
My question to you is hearing Phil Spencer say that this is now a jumping off point for Xbox in regards to first party. Like this is going to be a big deal. Um, There's something to be said about having a game sent out to the masses two and a half weeks before launch. That is, that is credit to Bethesda for spending the year really honing what this game is going to be in regards to graphics and lighting and gunplay and moment to moment and missions and side quests and exploration. Um, but we're, we're seeing something here. This, 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 you know, the, the hashtag Starfield effect is a thing. Yeah. How big of a deal for, for, I mean, again, it's just Amazon. You know, I, I want to mm-hmm. see what's happening at Best Buy and GameStop and Target and the, the and Walmart, but Amazon is the, one of the biggest conglomerate, retailers in the country potentially in the world yeah how big of a deal is the, are these numbers fuzzy belvedere i i think it's a a you know peek into what we'll probably see even further or or you know blow up even further once the game is actually in people's hands because i think just like when we saw elden ring went from being kind of like this this niche game uh within like the you know souls community kind of thing but it had so much more depth to it as far as what it offered that it was like the word of mouth just exploded on social media the fomo was a real thing at that point where people were you know going out of their way to make sure that they got that game now it's a little bit trickier considering that this is an exclusive so you will need some form of hardware or access to an account but then i i think the big thing now is if the consoles are or you know jumping up in in sales numbers as far as where they're listing on amazon just imagine the amount of people that already have a PC where it's like, you know what, this is day one for me or I, or I want early access or, you know, the people that are on the fence where they may have just bought the Samsung TV and didn't have the, the extra disposable income to spend like another 250 or more for another console to go along with that. So, you know, they'll be able to try it out that way. Or some people may try it out on, you know, a web browser on their laptop that may not be, capable of gaming normally but through the browser they'll at least be able to get a taste of it and you know go from there so i think this is just the start as far as the overall you know uh snowball effect or 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 the starfield effect basically but i i think it will actually expand even further after september 6th but it's great to see you know a lot of people like if you look back like two weeks ago, there were, you know, the concern trolls out there like, I don't see any advertising, you know, what's going on. They need like eight weeks of marketing and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, this is a Bethesda like pillar style game where yes. they, it, they had a draw with their, you know, fallout series and with their Skyrim slash Elder Scrolls series. So they don't really need to market it as much as like, let's say a new IP per se, even though this is a new IP, this, that, that brand in itself is enough. And then the fact that it's sci-fi, like if you were to compare in, in popularity, as far as when it comes to movies and TV shows between high fantasy, post-apocalyptical versus sci-fi, sci-fi, I think wins hands down. Uh, And then the other two. It wins with me. (laughs) Yeah. So, so having, 
this you know sci-fi after people have seen what they did with the post-apocalyptic and 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 with high fantasy with skyrim and stuff this is going to appeal to i think even a broader audience and you know what we've seen as far as even the live action commercials it's like it doesn't really you know draw you to tears or anything like some of the, the like the halo ones where it was like when the, the guy was apologizing to the, the, his fallen comrades, parents type of thing, it's not, not tear jerky, but it, it, it was cool to see a live action commercial for Starfield and to see those animated ones like a couple of weeks ago, all of this lore and, and, and buzz about this game is, is building to a feverish pitch at this point. And, you know, like what you were saying, like with Jez saying like the OMG post, he, he even made another post about being at Gamescom. He's like, you know, as much fun as it is here, I'm I'm really missing something I'm I was playing back at home or something like that, and you can't wait to get back to it, kind of thing. So it's like, and and I I've watched ACG's uh, post as well, which he's very careful not to you know leak anything, but it's like posting pics of like you know rockets and stuff like that. So it's like you can tell this game is sinking in to a lot of people's you know you know, excitement as far as what they want in a game, wanting to have access to the game, whether it's, you know, whether it's through console, PC, or or other devices, this is just the beginning. Like, I I would imagine come September 6th, they're going to have a number, like, and I I know there's a lot of people who are like, oh, Baldur's Gate did well on Steam and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I want to say and I'm probably going out on a limb. I think it reaches 2 million as far as concurrent people, which would be a record, I think, at that point. But I think it reaches close to 2 million before I, the official launch because there's a lot of people that are, are banking on the early access, whether they bought the premium edition or they bought the premium add-on. There's going to be a lot of people playing. And we saw what, what uh, you know, motor, or not motorsport, but what Forza Horizon 5 did with early access. I think there was something like between like, two and a half million to four million within the first few days before the game officially released. So I, I, I think Starfield has an even broader appeal than what Horizon does. So I, it, it's going to be interesting to see how well it does on Steam, how well it does as far as, you know, console sales on Amazon and, and whatnot. I don't know if they'll release a number, but it would be interesting to say, Hey, you know, we, we sold uh you know, 2 million uh, of the Starfield wraps for the console, which means there's more than, you know, you know, 2 million people that probably bought the game and would like to have the wrap to go along with that. Um, so it, it, it's, it's going to be interesting to that see. That thing sold they... out almost instantly. Yeah. It looks good too. It really it, oh, yeah. yeah. I saw the pictures, uh, like different angles at Gamescom. People were like, I think, I think it was even Boxenberg. It was like, mm-hmm. no, no, you don't understand this thing. It looks like a console, looks like it's really, custom. really good. Like it's not cheap. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people were running with the running the narrative. Oh, this is just like a you know, it, it's not a vinyl skin. It is an actual wrap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like what well, you would what? see on your your iPad or or like yes, your your exactly. Surface Book or something like that. It's yes. it's that quality of stuff that surrounds it. Like the 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 actual official store brand, not the not the one you could get at Best Buy for ten bucks. The one that. Apple sells for like 30 bucks for that yeah. same iPad. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, it, it, it's going to be fun to see when this game is finally in people's hands. Like I, I I'm not sure if Twitter or the app formerly known as Twitter is going to be like a ghost town 
<laughs> or if it's going to be like pictures of sunrises oh, on, it's you know, be distant drama. moon and, yeah, and, and things along drama. those lines. Like I, I, I think it'll either be quiet or it'll just be screen caps, videos, people, you know, being a pirate, boarding other ships and, and battling mm-hmm. with the crew that's on the other ship. So it, it, it's going to be an interesting time in these next, well, in the next, what, seven days. So I, I can't wait. Yeah, oh, yeah. me either. Uh, listen, uh, BitCloud, thank, thanks so much for joining us, brother. We didn't expect you to be here. How you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling good, man. 58 pounds lighter. I am. Good, dude, that is congrats, amazing. Wow. That is yes, awesome. Sir. Congratulations on that, bro. That is huge. Oh, yeah. So uh, I've, I've been in the best shape and uh, mentally and physically. So it's been an awesome journey. I'm literally 24 pounds away from my goal weight. So nice. After that. So nice. anyway, good on you, brother. That that's that's what it's all about. Health is wealth, man. As you hear Cognito talk about all the time, and like I said, this old Absolutely. man is, is is working is working at three days a week, three plus days a week, and uh, you look good, man. You gotta, you know, you gotta respect the body. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, you, you do that, you you're gonna be on this earth a lot longer. Sometimes you you can't things can't be helped, but it's good to have you here today, brother. I'm I'm sorry that you. Uh, we'll we'll get your hot take on on the Sony announcements. You know, we'll, we'll, we you know I know I'm sure you have a lot to say, but I know you did a video right after it was announced. I'm like, what are we doing here? But um, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> let's uh let, let let me move on to 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 uh crispy bomb. But Chris, before I get to you, we got to catch up on two super chats that were dropped early. Uh, B Martin 001 drops a very generous five dollars super chat and says, "Sup, boom and panel." We're so close to Starfield. Let's have a great show as always. Well, brother, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for the generosity. And of course, thank you for the very kind words. Highlander 001 drops a very generous $2 super chat. He says, Jim Ryan is Sony's Don Matrix. Prove me wrong. (laughs) Oh, my God. The scandal. (laughs) I love it. Um, Crispy, let's 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 bring you in on, on the conversation here. This is this is what we're seeing here is, you know, like I said, people are coining it the Starfield effect, um, and I, I've I've said this, and like I said, some people, you know, they they get they get in their feelings when you say there hasn't been this much excitement or buzz. For an Xbox exclusive, and, and, and I, this is me speaking. Like, if you have a, a different thought, throw it in the chat. For me, I have not seen this kind of fervor, this kind of excitement, where people are like posting countdowns, and, and and people are like, "I'm not playing anything until Starfield," and and people watching the direct more and more, and they're watching the interviews with Todd Howard and and and, and, and everyone at Bethesda. Pete Hines is out there getting people even more excited when he starts talking about what you can do in this game. You know, hearing Phil Spencer on his 15th playthrough. Think about that for a second. His 15th playthrough. People are now going crazy. People are selling their PlayStation 5s. They're selling their Switches. They're putting it on the socials. I'm not making this stuff up. It's out there. The Starfield effect is real. We might see hardware sales triple at any one point for Xbox with this game. It's going to be big. Do you believe there is a Starfield effect? <laughs> More than a Starfield effect. This is uh, this is going to be unprecedented, and and it's not just because it's an Xbox exclusive. And we, I think we could all say now we understand. 
by Phil said, no, we, we need to just buy these guys before they make this exclusive on PlayStation. This needs to happen. And, you know, the, it's completely the reason that it's a Bethesda joint. But I'm hearing words like beautiful and gunplay is amazing and all of these weird things that you, you just like, you know, I, I grew up with, you know, Fallout 3, Fallout 4, beloved games. Um, I, I have a problem and I'm that's why I'm saying I'm going to know life, Starfield, because this is in space and really the way they do their games and the choices you make and the factions you can join and the the amount of things you can pick up or apparently mine in this um the the, the thousand planets the the amount of com- custom ability to not only your character but but your ship and you could build fleets and you can you can go and overtake ships and steal them and you could you could be a bounty hunter you can it, it, that's the bethesda effect that is what they do they tell you, here you go. Here is this ultimate sandbox, and you get to do whatever the heck you want. And that is something that people are going to be building. People are just going to be into like getting as many ships. People are just going to be streaming that, you know, okay, I am going to try to make all of these like little settlement things on every single planet and see how long it takes me. There are there's going to be an endless possibility of of people just saying i i want to do this specific thing for as long as possible and not even beat this game and that is that is where the hours come in you know what what did pete say 160 hours he's already played of it 160 hours and he's probably only had the game in his hands for a period of time you know he said he hasn't even he hasn't even cracked the game open at 160 hours like (laughs) What? They, they they are you know they have and then the mods you don't even want to go with the mods you know you're going to be able to you know and, and supposedly xbox is going to be doing what they've done with fallout 4 and you know you, you'll probably lose achievements like they usually do but yeah, they will support them. they will support the mods and like you're going to have like a fallout planet if that's not already the case like we've kind of speculated like oh i wonder what earth's like you know what i mean i wonder what's going on there so like these are like things like, dude, like you're going across the galaxy. You are you are doing things. You want to nitpick certain things by all means, but I'm also hearing haven't had bugs yet, stuff like that. You know, it, it it's it's unheard of for their games, and and this is why we 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 hated that it got delayed, but the end result is looking pretty darn good, and and this is why the the wraps have sold out. You know. The, the amount of percentage that it, that the consoles are selling. Um, it seems like they've gotten stock and they, they've been holding out for this moment. And people are... That was just, strategic, brother, for a couple of reasons. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, people are at a fever pitch. And this would be the worst time not to be able to get the console. So hopefully they have enough. Because I think this game, because it's a new IP, because... It's space exploration, and I, I don't want to hear about No Man's Sky for the love of God. This is we're it is it is not two the, different the best, worlds. Listen, if you see anyone posting that this is No Man's Sky esque, I'm sorry to tell you, just don't don't get yourself all worked up for it. People are allowed to have different opinions. I I 1000 disagree 
Uh, it is not no man's sky. This what what this is, folks, and and at its most simplistic explanation is how Bethesda themselves explain this. It is Skyrim in space. If you loved Skyrim as much as I do, I do, and, and some people are even saying that it's it's more Oblivion like than I. Yeah, as a fact, I, I think that. even Pete Hines said that it's more Oblivion than it is Skyrim in space. What's not to love? Oblivion's still one of my favorite um, uh, Bethesda games. And this is where you know they they've taken their mistakes in certain games that they yep. felt you know it it kind of like. It didn't allow you to really go and do things that you, you felt like, you know, like the dialogues and stuff like that. You felt kind of like, you know, I have this, di- you know, I have this way this person sounds. This you, you, There's so much work done in these games that, yes, like you're going to have to, you know, read, you know, and, and figure out how you're going to answer and stuff like that. That's their games. I mean, and people are used to that. But it the 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 wonder that you're going to have and, and like going to a planet and then finding you know, a, a strange animal that looks like in between a bear and a, a duck or so, you know what I mean? Like we, we don't know what we're going to get, you know what I mean? And that's, I think what has people so excited. And, and this is why this game has a Starfield effect. And that's going to, in the end, help Xbox sell consoles, but also have people just sub to game pass. That's what they want. So I can't wait. I'm sure the whole chat is, is already getting hyped up. You know, I am just, I'm enamored, and and that's really all I could say. No, listen, you know, to add to your point, before we bring in uh, BitCloud, uh, Kingfish737 in the chat says, uh, Pete Hines said in an interview, and this was during Gamescom, that when he first started playing Starfield, Todd Howard asked him how much has he played. And Pete said, told him, I played about 80, bu- 80 hours, uh, and I haven't even touched the main story. Think about that for a second. I mean, I'm not again. I'm not making a, 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 a you know a hill out of nothing, but just think about this for a second. Most games today can be beaten in twenty or thirty hours, right? That's that's you, and you will you'll walk away. You'll be like, man, that was a that was a great thirty hours, man. I I, I got to go back in and mop up some achievements. Maybe I'll add another you know, five hours to it, you know, kind of get closer to, you know, platinum in or getting the one, your 1,000 out of 1,000. Yeah, like, but this is, this is, I'm, I'm satisfied as a gamer. You took my 70 bucks, not a problem. 80 hours into the game and he hasn't touched the main story. As a matter of fact, Pete Hines said, if you wanted to spend two weeks in space, meaning that you don't even land on a planet. You're just like, you know what? This is Star Trek, folks, and I'm not coming off the bridge. I'm just going to go find derelict spacecrafts, travel the galaxy, map up some stuff, maybe get into a couple of dogfights, maybe you know, steal someone's sandwiches. Whatever you want to do, you're going to be able to two weeks in space. You're like, that. they're still allowed to do. That's how big this game is, and that Starfield effect... I am, I am, listen, read the room, folks. Read the room. Bill is a rah-rah guy. We all know that. But when he gets out there and he looks and he's taking interview after interview and he's at Gamescom, it's boots on the ground, 
He's out there high-fiving the people, and he's playing Stalker 2 on the show floor with people around him. And he's telling you this is the jumping-off point that they owe. This is what Xbox fans have been waiting for. Like, I don't know. I don't have the game. I'm going to be playing early access. 8.01 Eastern time on Thursday. I'm, I'm getting in. I got the headphones ready. I'm going I'm, I'm to be in it. I'm going to record some footage. We're going to have a launch party uh, that Friday morning on Breakfast at Boom. I, I freaking can't wait. Uh, BitCloud, let's get you in on, 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 on a, a double one here. You you obviously, you, you, you literally just missed this PlayStation portable or portal, whatever, portable. Yeah, as a matter of fact, Chris Baum was like, yeah, I'm disgusted because the they call it the PSP. <laughs> yeah, I, I call How it the portable they call it the PSP. Let, let's talk about this for a second because obviously you're you have a PlayStation, a fantastic PlayStation channel. Obviously, you're 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 I think one of the the the, the, the finer represent uh, representatives of the PlayStation brand. Uh, you you give them their flowers when they when when they deserve it, but you also give them the smoke. This 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 PlayStation portal doesn't even I don't even understand why it exists. I yeah. get it. That it's a new piece of tech. What I don't get is it's two hundred dollars, and you need a PlayStation Five to use it. Mm-hmm. You also need a pair of two hundred dollar earbuds if you want to use wireless earbuds because they took the ability of Bluetooth away. Again, mm-hmm. more anti-consumer behavior. And if you want a cheaper version, which is the, the one I would have taken because I don't like the earbuds. The new headset that replaces the old one that you bought and I bought and everyone bought when the, when the console launched at 100 bucks, which is great, a great priced item. And the 3D audio was fantastic. They make you spend a, a 150 So this this is not a $200 device. I mean, you could plug something. There is a, there is a jack there for you, but does, it, does anyone want to put a jack into their new peripheral that's supposed to, It's new. What what is new technology? What do you mean I have to use uh, wired headphones? This is crazy. Yep. Get your hot take on this, man. So there's uh, a lot of just <laughs> there's a lot I gotta say about this because you know we're we all are on Twitter. So the main thing that gets thrown around, especially when there's uh, even a slightest bit of Xbox news, that's like not even like the biggest, right? But people start telling you like, oh, standards. Where's the standards in Xbox? Where's the standards and all this stuff? Um, my question is, where are these people that talk about standards? Where are you at talking about this? I did a video on this, and uh, my comment session is probably one of the spookiest comment sessions I've ever seen. I had dudes bringing up the Xbox mini fridge to try and deflect this handheld the mini fridge yes <laughs> that was a joke my man too. said my, my man literally said uh you know like big cloud you think this is a cash grab but you don't think the mini fridge is as if i said anything about a mini fridge or even brought xbox into the equation remember this is a playstation issue this is not an xbox issue so the fact that we're using playstation to mask or xbox to mask an issue and deflect is ridiculous but it makes you wonder is again where are the standards now for the longest time, again, I've, I flat out asked myself, even when we first saw this, like, okay, it's going to use remote play. Okay, I'm guessing that's one of its key features, right? Surely you can download the games on the hardware. Surely you can do that at least, right, for $200. No, you cannot. You can only stream these games on this hardware. 
So this is where the things start falling apart. Remote play has been around since PlayStation 3. And remote play has been proven time and time again to not be viable for streaming your games. It's been it's been proven. Even if this hardware somewhat makes it improved in the slightest bit in certain aspects, it doesn't beat the simplicity, keyword, simplicity of having it on your device, hitting start, and hit play. The reality of the situation was that this should have just been a PS Vita reimagined and fixing yeah. the wrongs that were done with PlayStation Vita. Put all your first party, if you want, make it compatible with this, and boom, you would have had no problem. Why? Because you had the best of both worlds. You had the PlayStation first party that could run on this, which would be great because you had the whole Steam Deck situation going on, which Sony has proven time and time again that they're behind because they have shown games like God of War. Shua Yoshida's done this. They've shown God of War Returnal running on it. So it makes sense to have PS5 games run natively on it. And guess what? This is where you could bring back some of the thrill of PSP and Vita. How? This device would be compatible with those games, meaning you could play those old legacy titles on this new device. That would have been a steal for $200. The fact that there's no Bluetooth support, the fact that you can't run your games on this at all or natively, the fact that you got to spend $200 for some earbuds to take full advantage of the 3D audio, which is what they're trying to push for this, even though you have a headphone jack and even though Bluetooth would have fixed this right out the gate, makes no sense to me. But again, people want to see her go, oh, it's not that big of a deal. It's going to sell out. You know what this sounds like? And you know what this really is showing me? There's a real disconnect between PlayStation and their fans right now. The fans that just want to eat up everything and damage control, they're not understanding this. They're not living in the world. They're so used to Sony dropping stuff, and now they're at this point where they'll just accept anything and, and put a big stamp on it. That's the problem. The problem right now I see with PlayStation is that they're acting like Nintendo. This right here, I would expect from Nintendo, 110%. All these key features that have been around, like, it, it's wild. The Vita is how old, ladies and gentlemen? How old is the Vita? The Vita has more features than this. Think about that, for example. The Vita has more features than the PlayStation Portal. And that thing is a, is a dinosaur in terms of... <laughs> well, how about, how about this, Dad? You know, to add insult or salt on the wound here, the Nintendo Switch, the 720p Switch, has Bluetooth. <laughs> this does not. That just, that, that, that's wild to me. That's absolutely wild to me. And it's like, okay, so that's it. You're spending $200 and dude's like, well, this is for people who want to go to the bathroom, Big Cloud. This, thing called, this, this was killing me. It's like, okay, it's a thing called pause. You hit pause on the screen. You just go to the bathroom. Then you come back and you play the game. The game is reserved. You're fine. What are you talking about? This is for those that want to go to the bathroom. And first of all, who's going to stream their game while they're on the day? Listen, I, I don't even know. The wanna, way you I, ne I had to pause, uh, you nearly choked me, bro. Listen, who the hell is going to the bathroom with this damn handheld to go to, to go to the shitter with this thing to stream their games? Who the hell is doing this? This is the worst deflection I've ever seen. It's like, bro, stop. You can't even take this shit on a plane. No, I, I, that is, that is pretty bad, but the, 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 the mini fridge one is... is... <laughs> Might be worse. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, you can't even take this shit on a plane. What are we doing? Like, I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. What, we going to have a hotspot on your phone? 
even if you had a hot spot on your phone, there's no guarantee that this shit would connect to your PS5. You would have an optimum experience. That's the other thing people are just missing. They're, they're, they're looking at, oh, well, these scenarios are going to work. Even though we have all been in scenarios where we have lost connection, whether we visit X amount of places and whatnot. So if you don't have no connection, you don't have your games. Yes. Yeah. Think about correct. that. Just, just think about that. So the handheld itself is a piece of shit. Sorry, sorry, because but I'm really irked by this stupid. <laughs> no, that's device. okay, brother. That's it, makes, right. it makes it makes no sense. It, ma- it yeah. doesn't deserve to exist. What needed to exist was a Vita two. I would take yes. a Vita two hands down any any day of the week. And the funny thing about it, everybody was bringing that up. The Vita two should have been should have been came out. You could have treated that as your Steam Deck equivalent, not a yes. successor equivalent. Equivalent. One yeah. your PS five games. You could take it on the go. You can dock it if you want on to your PS five. Link it, whatever the case may be. Have all the bells and whistles. Boom. You would have been fine. You know what I'm saying? You would have been straight. The the fact that these simple the, the simple stuff was not thought about just shows they were just taking the piss out their fans right now. And the people that were defending it have no backbone. They're just damage controlling it for it because they want attention. Like everybody wants to grip. That's the thing I'm getting. That's getting annoying. Everybody wants to grip because they want to get something out of shit. Like it's like, dude, the problem is right in front of you. You know yeah. what the problem is. You know what the issue is. Yes, Sony's dropped games before, but guess what? All you've been getting right now, all the stuff that you're really looking forward to, is remakes of shit you already played in PS4. Horizon Zero Dawn is supposedly getting a remake. Last of Us 2 got leaked by the, the composer of the game. Like, what am I? What is there to be excited for with PlayStation in terms of the first party? Wolverine, we don't know much of Wolverine yet. And Spider-Man 2 is the only thing that's dropping in October. That's it. Everybody say, oh, we're going to get a state of play. We're not getting no state of play this year. State of play is not coming until probably January of next year. And that's, and that's after Tekken's reveal and release. You're not getting that. They're too quiet. They're too laid back. And to the people have been petty. And I'm going to throw this to Starfield because I've seen people. And, you know, I'm not even going to mention no names. I, I've seen a lot of PlayStation guys give credit to the game. I've given credit to this game. But, you know, some people got bent out of shape with me because I was asked this dumb question in my comment session. I was playing Texas Chainsaw Master. Hey, Big Cloud, if you were off for Starfield to play it early, would you take it? Gee, uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Along, like, well, along as everybody in, this, uh, everybody in this panel would, would, wouldn't turn out something free. Absolutely, I would play it. Why? Like, oh, you're part of the problem. You want to support this. What part of I would support something that was given me free has to do with me to quote unquote giving in to this? No, this is the stupidity of the internet. Everybody wants to be in the drama for this damn game, which is Starfield, instead of looking at the obvious situation that is looking in front of you. Again, if the game does well, guess what that does? That puts pressure on PlayStation. And guess what? PlayStation gets their foot out their ass and actually puts out some stuff that we actually want to play. You know, yeah. like the Ghost of Tsushima Part 2 that everybody's yeah, been talking yeah. about. Like the Bloodborne 2 that people have been asking for. Shout out to Joe. Uh, yeah. the can we get a SOCOM? Can we get a SOCOM? Because, you know, you yeah. can't rely on Call of Duty anymore because Call of Duty is going to Xbox. Can we get that speed run through? And the same thing goes for Resistance. These are things that I want from PlayStation. This is the type of focus I want from PlayStation. The fact that I'm not getting this focus from PlayStation and I have people damage controlling and making it all about, oh, it's about Starfield hype and, and people are, are, are being paid to talk about Starfield. This just goes to show how lost people are in this situation. And nobody cares. That's the problem. It's that bad. It's gotten that bad. Nobody yeah. wants to give props to a game when it does well. Everybody wants to cry wolf when, when, when it when it get hit with the same smoke. But then 
they 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 do this they do this little bait and switch with their content. It's like, bro, if if Xbox does well, PlayStation will do well because they have no choice but to do well. If Microsoft well, puts I mean, out a banger with this and it does extremely well, it starts moving units and people start flocking to it and it sets a new standard on how to do multiplayer. You don't think Destiny Two is or the new Destiny is going to do this? You guys don't think the next? I, I'll I, well, you know what, to, to, to add to your, to, you know, to add some more fuel to the fire that you're putting down here is the fact that the reason why Microsoft made the moves that they were making is because Sony was doing so well in first party, and they, if they wanted to last as a brand, they needed to make adjustments to the way they were doing things. Yep. So you know, now Sony is on their back foot. That's a that's a fact. This year is a perfect example of that. Last year, Xbox had a really ugly 2022. We gave them smoke for it. They, everything that's coming out this year now mm-hmm. was supposed to come out last year. Now stuff got delayed. You know yep. what? Delays happen. And some delays are good. Starfield and Motorsport are a perfect example. Some delays are just not enough, and that's Redfall. Right? Yeah. So, and that happens. But Sony, and, and, and this, is, this yeah. is where we get into the, the, the wheeze here. And we're gonna we're we're gonna cover a topic, and being that you're here, we can we can get into it because the next topic we're gonna talk about, folks, is what Phil Spencer had to say about four plus AAA games per year confirmed, starting in 2024. And the one thing that yep. we didn't see, BitCloud for Sony, was a roadmap for next year, which is normally what they're good at. If they don't have yeah. stuff to show. They will they then, will of show. course, pull the curtain back and say, listen, we don't got it today, but take a look at this. Year of Dreams. And people are losing their minds and they're selling consoles. People people bought Spider-Man a year and a half before its release because of how good it looked. They didn't have that this year. Their June show was awful. Absolutely awful. But listen. You know, it's wild about the whole Spider-Man thing. And you, y'all, y'all know I'm a big Spider-Man fan. That's of course you are. I, I, I talked about, it. I talked about yeah. it when we opened up the show. I'm a, yeah. I cannot wait I'm a die for Spider-Man too. I, I am a diehard. But you know what's wild about that? You remember when we first saw the gameplay reveal? These same people that are talking about how it looks better than Starfield and all this shit. Or, or where the dude saying it didn't look good. It looked like more of the same. This is what I'm talking about of the disconnect and just how the, the this this how ridiculous it, it has been on Twitter. Nobody can make their mind up on what they want. That's the problem with, with the situation. They don't want performance. Remember, for, since the beginning, oh, 30 FPS. We're done with that. It's 60 FPS out the gate. Yeah, we're making excuses for Final Fantasy being 30 on PS5. We're making excuses for, for Spoken being 30 FPS on PS5. We're making excuses for other games being 30 FPS. Like, that's just how ridiculous it has been. No one has standards at this point. And that's why I, I, I can't get into this whole drama like we're in, involved, like in regards to Starfield because they're like, oh, it's 30 FPS. As if they, they have some backbone or, or some dog in this fight because you've been damage controlling 30 for a while now. It's, that's how bad it's become. And even Spider-Man 2, I'm pretty sure Spider-Man 2 will be 30 FPS when it drops. The difference is it will have performance mode, hopefully. Hopefully it will have performance mode. I don't expect performance ray tracing, but it will have a performance mode. Just with the scale, the scale, the scale of that game by itself, I expect a, a performance mode. But again, just to go back, back into this for a little bit here. You know what's even more funny about that god-awful handheld? Sony couldn't even give you guys, and boom, you're going to love this. They couldn't even give you a precise number on how long the battery life is. They said they're targeting that of a base dual sense. 
The dual sync is already is not good. Yeah. So you're paying for all this stuff. You're paying for all this stuff, and you so guarantee it's going to even last you as long. Like, come on, man. I'm sorry, I can't. Um, it's annoying because of how pathetic it has become. It really, really is. And I just don't. I don't know. I don't know what else to say, man. I really, really don't. I'm just. I'm, I'm just listen, dude. You're you're being fair. You're being honest. Like I said, I think that it's safe to say that we all have given the smoke where it's necessary. None of us go out of our way to try to sell you our brand by dumping on the other other person's brand just for clicks. None of us do that. Now, granted, you can take it that way. And some people are like, oh no, boom, you're an Xbox. You know. Oh, I they do it all Xbox. Time. <laughs> That's fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I give Sony flowers all the time because, like I said, for a lot of people, their over-the-shoulder games are just not for them. I hear you. If that's the case, they're for me because that's what I like about Sony. And specifically Spider-Man, like I said, and I'll, I'm sorry if I'm sounding like a broken record. Spider-Man 2 is a big deal for me because, one, I am a Marvel stan. I love Marvel. I love Spider-Man. Specifically, yep. though, on a personal level, I got no problem being transparent as glass. And I told the story before. When I played Miles Morales, that opening, <clears throat> I cried like a baby because his, his, his mom's apartment was set up just like my grandmother's. Because obviously, I may not look it, but I come from a Hispanic background, right? You, you, can't, you can't really tell. It's fine. But my abuela, her house was just like that. So I was I cried like a baby. Now for Spider-Man 2, it is a personal thing for me because the Symbionite saga, one of my favorite times in Spider-Man comics, I collected comics with my dad during that time. And that's why this is even more personal. So, like I said, I'm looking forward to it. So if it's not your bag, I hear you. But we cannot take the spotlight off the of Sony because Spider-Man 2 is going to be amazing. We need to be like, what are you doing? Because again, you got to remember, this is now This is now what Jim Ryan's PlayStation looks like. And I don't think yeah. purists who loved Sean Layden, and I love that dude. That He was so good for because Sean Sean get it he knew how to talk to the community he yeah. was a PR guy you know what I mean when he you sure saw Sean was. you absolutely like like he he demanded your attention just like Jack Trin when he yeah, talked yeah yeah you, I like you Jack paid Jack attention Jack you know what I'm saying you, you you paid attention to what he said and when he's yeah. when he got into his monologues you like yo dude I love this guy he knows how to sell me on a product and guess what he sold you on a product Jack um Jim Ryan Jim Ryan has been has spent most of this year talking about a court case then he has about PlayStation Pacific games. Take, just take that into account. That's all Sony's been talking about for the most case has been court cases. After yeah. that, you had that abysmal showcase, and then that's it. And people think a PS5 Pro, and this is where it gets even more hilarious, with next year, they think a PS5 Pro is going to solve the problems. PS5 Pro will not solve the problems. It will be more of the same. You'll get a few games handpicked, that will show some improvements. And guess what? It'll be the exact same thing that you're dealing with right now with the newer titles. Yeah. No, I I, I absolutely agree. Listen, let me catch up on Super Chats. Yeah. I'm going to get into this for uh, the statement from uh, Phil Spencer. And then obviously, you know, we got 30 minutes. I got, I got to get out of here by 12 because I'm going to pick up my nephew who's spending uh, the entire weekend with us. So I got to get out of here for 12. Otherwise, I, I hang a little bit long like we always do. Uh, Highlander 001. 
drops a very generous additional $5 super chat and says, Starfield reminds me of a game from the early 90s called Wing Commander Privateer. And that and and it, and that was my favorite game. Uh, that is the uh, Viv I uh, the vibe I am getting. Yeah, it, it it listen, the vibe I'm getting is I'm not gonna play anything else for quite some time. That's the vibe I'm oh, getting. Oh, um, boom! Yes, some breaking news. I don't know if you've heard oh. about it. Um, Ubisoft Plus is now getting all of uh, uh, all of ABK's uh, games. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, yeah that, that they they I think that that, that was in the the. Who, who's reporting the, that? Um, it's from Ubisoft Direct. Oh, okay, so it's, it's from Ubisoft. So from, yeah, yeah, from the Direct. I don't know if you got it or not. Yeah, that's a big deal. I mean, listen, it, it it it's only streaming, folks, and there are going to be some games, specifically a lot of exclusives that are not going to be streaming. Uh, that are not going because everyone's like, oh my gosh, so then everyone's getting everything. It, it's it's not going to go like that. Wait yeah, for the full breakdown. This um, how they spin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Drawn TJ drops a uh, generous $2 super chat and says, so I'll be playing 5 p.m. my time on the West Coast. I, I, Dude, go to Bethesda. They have a chart, and it has it breaking, bro- broken down for the entire planet of where you're going to be able to play at what time. Um, for here, obviously, in the East Coast, it's 8 p.m. If, if in fact, it is a three-hour difference earlier in California, or in the West Coast, it would be, yes, it would be 5 p.m. Uh, Dreadful Sean drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, I'll be lucky if I get any sleep before work at 6 a.m. Eastern on Friday 9-1. Going out of town for the holiday weekend. Yeah, I'm staying up. I'm, I'm, I am going to not be the old man that I am. And I, I, th- I may stay up to the wee hours of like, I, got, I, I cannot not play this game. Um we have uh, Rain G4, generous friend of the program, drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, credit card information on PSN is a legacy title. <laughs> oh, my God. The <laughs> slander. I love it. That's funny. Um, old enough to be your father. <laughs> drops a very generous $10 super chat and says, he has never played a BSG game. If it's a single player, how can you how can you steal someone's ship? Love the show. Hashtag hold the line. Well, you're not stealing like a player's ship. You're stealing an NPC ship. So, like for instance, if you see a ship and you hail them and say, "Hey, we're a trader. You want to make a trade?" You're like, "Yeah, sure, I'll trade your life." And then you get on their ship and then you shoot the hell out of everyone and you steal their shit. That's, the, that's <laughs> and a lot of people even. Even Phil Spencer's a freaking pirate. Like, I cannot believe it. If this was multiplayer, Phil, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a lawman through and through. I, I, I'd have to come for him. If this is multiplayer, <laughs> I'm hunting down Phil Spencer and bringing that bounty. <laughs> Dead or alive, you're coming with me. <laughs> um, Black Ronin 357, good friend of the program, drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, I want to see Sony... Get fleece, fleece Johnson. YK, YK, uh, the Boondocks. I also want to see the uh, the Boondocks game on Game Pass as a Smash Fighter. That would be kind of dope. Yeah, that's funny. That is funny. Thanks so much for the super chat, brother. Thanks so much for making me laugh. Um, so, Fuzzy, let's let's get over to you. Mm-hmm. Bill Spencer did a lot of interviews uh, at, at Gamescom. 
he wasn't shy about uh, specifically talking about the future of the box. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, we had heard in the past where he has gone out and said, yeah, listen, we are trying to get to the cadence of four AAA games per year. He also you know, claimed, hey, listen, not every game is going to be for every gamer, uh, but it's, we're, we're, we're on that path. Well, he confirmed that starting next year, that's what's happening. Uh, and what that tells me is the future for the brand is incredibly bright. Where, 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 where does that sit with you as an Xbox fan, knowing that next year we're getting four AAA games, two of which we know, yeah. two of which we don't? <laughs> it, it's awesome for the fact that, you know, as a lot of people always said, like, oh, you're always waiting for the next E3 or these acquisitions. And now we'll start to see the fruits of that labor as far as from 2017 on. Um we always talk about that, that, you know, at some point they're going to get to the, the point where it's going to be a floodgate of games, you know, uh, each game, each quarter kind of thing. And they're, you know, at the cusp of that. I know last year, even though while 2022 was kind of a, a, a drought year for the most part for, you know, the main first party game stuff. Um, we remember hearing from Matt Booty that, you know, his spreadsheet is trying to, he's basically trying to figure out, when and how to go about like lining these up for announcements and things like that. So considering how many studios they have and each studio tends to have at least one, if not two teams, some with three teams and each one of those teams is working on a new game or maybe two out of the three are working on a new game while the other ones are doing support stuff for uh, additional content for an existing title it's bound to start adding up and some of the stuff, yeah, it may wind up, you know, carrying over to the next generation and they may even be working on stuff for next generation already. But considering all the stuff that we've kind of heard from them and and that they've shown, even though it wasn't necessarily like the showcase of dreams a year or two ago when, you know, we we know about Perfect Dark, we know about State of Decay 3 and, and quite a few other ones where we haven't seen or heard anything about them lately, but we know that they're still in development. So having that, that, that lineup of stuff that they're working on a lot of projects where the, at least the project name has been leaked. It's, it's great knowing that, you know, game pass as well as even if you're not a game pass subscriber, that there's going to be enough content coming from first party for your box where you're going to at least feel like you're getting some value out of it. And while sure, not every game is for every gamer, but there's bound to be out of, if you're getting four titles a year, you're bound to at least enjoy one of them or at least have interest in one of those titles and in some cases you'll have interest in all four of those titles and have to figure out how to you know manage your time and backlog as far as gaming is concerned but i i just foresee it getting to a point where we always talk about where we're eating good with game pass with you know third party and independent studios and stuff putting their games in there i i think it's going to get to a point where it's like and I'm I'm going to experience it between Starfield and Forza and being, be, being a big racing fan. It's like, I'm not going to rush through Starfield, but I, I need to get as much done before Forza is released for the early access as I can, because then I need to squeeze in Forza for the time that I'm going to be dedicating to that. And then when Hellblade comes the first quarter or even Stalker 2, that's going to be another one where it's like, okay, well, maybe Division falls off the, the rotation. Maybe Diablo yeah. 4 finally falls off the rotation. Maybe Forza Horizon 5 falls off the rotation. So it's like there are ongoing games that I still play to this day. And some of them are going to have to go to the wayside with a lot of the new stuff that's coming in. And 
it's just, it's going to, I wouldn't say get worse, but it's, it's going to get uh, tougher, you know, figuring or, or, or not really scheduling. Cause I don't like using the word scheduling for gaming, but you know, right. I, I tend to bounce back and forth between like a handful of games and then I have my go-tos and it's just going to be that much tougher as time goes on with four each quarter and knowing that, you know, third party is still going to be, there's third parties out there that there are a ton of games that I'm, um, you know, that are on my radar. There are a ton of early access games on steam that are on my radar. I'm hoping that we hear more of a roadmap from PlayStation, which uh, like uh BitCloud said, I'm, I'm looking forward to like a ghost of Tsushima two announcement. So there's, there's going to be some things <laughs> that, you know, it's, it's going to be kind of either not day one or off to the way, wayside as far as until I, you know, round up a few other titles, but yeah, it, it's, it's looking pretty stacked for the next year, if not next couple of years with all the teams and studios they have working on, on projects now. And I don't know. I, I, I think we're, we're going to be like, all right, slow down <laughs> at some point. It, it's it's, it's, it's really going to, it's, it's going to, we're going to come to a point where we're just literally going to have too many games, especially when you consider that most of what you just described is all going to be in your monthly uh, service known as Xbox game pass. Mm-hmm. And that in itself is bonkers, you know, for yeah. 17 bucks, this is what you're getting. And every one of the titles that you mentioned are all triple A experiences in this service. That's not counting, you know, uh, the, the, <coughs> the 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 Towerborn game that that, mm-hmm. that Jez can't stop talking about, which by the way is probably going to be a sleeper hit of next year, right? It, it's 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 crazy. Um, yeah. I mean, listen, what, what, the plethora of games. All we can do as gamers is is thank the gaming gods that this exists and just take it with a big smile. Crispy Bomb, let's get your hot take on Phil Spencer's confidence at Gamescom looking towards the future. Next year, four AAA games, and one of which could be the NXile game. Like, we don't know how far that game is out. It looked pretty done to me. Again, I don't know. I'm not a designer. But what if that's one of those games, along with Avowed and Hellblade? Like, whoa. <laughs> Wait. We got single player games. What? Yeah, I know. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I mean, you know, and I'm a multiplayer guy. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and BS, but I mean, what I seen from like Clockwork Revolution, and I mean Hellblade. I mean, my girl's probably going to be playing it uh, before I get to play it. You know, because she's going to want to experience it on my Series X. So guess what? <laughs> kind of i'm kind of ate out you know <laughs> it is what it is um you know it's it's one of those things where yeah wait and wait and wait but you know faith is this thing and it really comes down to to phil dominus there and you said you know and, and he even said all these games that he's playing and like a lot of them i'm like what is that game and then I look it up, you know, like Remnant, he brings up them preamble and like like all these like smaller developed games. He's still like half the time I, I catch him playing Vampire Survivors or something like that. He's still playing and, it right now. I've, I've I've been playing it like nonstop the last three or four days. I I'm so addicted to it again, it's crazy. And and that's like that's the weird thing. Like, you know, like I get it, like, you know, like you hear like Baldur's Gate 3, like Okay, now all of a sudden it's coming to Xbox this year. 
it, it, you think that's by accident or no. is it that people were like come on like why is it coming to xbox go say and then all of a sudden we start seeing oh it's it's coming oh really well that's because phil was like nah nah we, we, you guys are willing to work with us so let's do it you know what i mean let's let's get it done and and yeah i mean i get it like oh series s you're not gonna be able to have a co-op so what i mean it, sometimes things happen like we weren't expecting it this year at all yeah. so why, why are you gonna sit there and, and trash on that i mean he made it happen maybe that was something that they were having issues with it seems like that's the case so you know like why shouldn't you be able to experience it at all you know being especially a third party no like phil's like i don't know we'll take down that wall it's fine he's, he's clearly done it with square now yeah the wall has been taken down now now it's time to come together and and i mean as awkward as it seemed at times that uh, you know it's they seem very eager to you know say enough's enough it's time to start taking xbox into consideration when we do things and that's because of one man phil spencer yep because he's the leader right now now we wish he'd probably be the leader for as long as we're, we're around or gaming or whatever that might not be the case but as of now i feel xbox is in great hands and indeed and and the beauty of this is is having all these games come out games like gears are becoming they're going to be at a fever pitch when they come out gear six I mean, what I'm hearing is is legendary. Yeah, they are so going to make I, yeah. this. We talk behind the scenes. What you've told me is just I, they they are Congress. going to make this game truly special, and yeah. it is going to be the. It might be the end of the Gear Saga. It might not. We don't right, know. We don't know. But at the end of the day, they're going to do it right. Yeah. regardless of what it is and that's that's where it's like these games get to cook these games get to chill out Let them cook. you have another game that's <laughs> that's better instead of delaying it you say you know what we have another game that's ready for the for the spotlight let's just do that and and i mean if we get to a point where we don't see delays like this i'm gonna be like great then there's another game that i might be interested in and and that's i think that's the point and and I think that's where we're at. And you know, Xbox gamers, we're gonna be eating good for a while because they yeah. have built this train and it is rolling at all cylinders. And and we're just gonna watch it roll and we're gonna be like, where are we gonna find the time for this? So I think when you say where am I gonna find the time for this, that's a good thing, to be honest. And I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah, no, I mean listen, you're absolutely right. The, the time is there's gonna come a point where you don't have enough hours in a day. You don't have enough hands, uh, or more, more specifically, uh, you know, hands to hold a controller uh, because it's just there's going to be literally. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not running through these games just to get to the next game. I, I'm going to sink my teeth into a game, enjoy it the way I normally play these games, and games are just going to be in the backlog. And thankfully, because they're an Xbox Game Pass, well, they're not going anywhere. Uh, real quick, Scott Gamer, dude, good friend and generous friend of the program, drops a $5 super chat and says, if I may ask you, Boom, and chat room, does Starfield have cross-save and cross-progression? Yes, it does. That They have confirmed yeah, that. Confirmed well, Spencer that. confirmed that. 
uh, uh, X Lawman, you say pushing drugs, Marvel Snap, shame on you, lol. Yeah, Marvel Snap is so good, and it just came to PC. Oh my god, I play, listen, folks, I'm not even gonna front, like, I play Marvel Snap every day, they get my $15 a month for the new, like, battle pass thingamajig that they got. I don't even care, it is so. Freaking, if you are a Marvel fan and you're a fan of, let's say, like Magic the Gathering, you like card games, this is, I don't know why you're not playing it. It's it's dope. It is so freaking good. I don't, I don't know what else to say. I don't want to sell any more crack cocaine, so I'm not going to talk about it anymore. <laughs> let's get, let's get, shame. Um, I know, shame on me. Big Club, let's get your take on this, because obviously you had a lot to say earlier about no roadmap for Sony and some concern. Well, now let, let's turn the coin. Look, looking from a PlayStation's point of view, seeing Phil Spencer come out here and make these big, powerful statements, do, do these big, powerful interviews, and talk about 2024 being uh, massive for them, right? Because he knows what's coming. But talking about, more specifically, Starfield being the jumping point off of what Xbox fans deserve and what have been expecting... What, what what are your thoughts on, on, on potentially four AAA games, first-party games coming to Xbox uh, next year? So from the Sony side looking at it, it's very simple. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if I see a remake again of Horizon and last you, year's You're going to see it next part. year. That, that's what they have on tap. Horizon is coming yeah. to the PlayStation 5 and, and The Last of Us 2 remake. Yeah, see if that's if that's Sony's roadmap for next year. That's two of their games for for their roadmap. And mind you, there was uh, what was it, Concord? They didn't even give us a release date or, but they said it was going. Right. You're going to hear more of it from 2024 in that other game. Uh, again, looking at that, I'm just like, bro, like, no, I can't, I can't get excited for that at all. Last of Us Part Two angered, like it's it split the fan base. Yeah, people don't want Last of Us Part Two. There's a small group, uh, you know, of course, and you got the, uh, I call them bootlickers, but you got the bootlickers that will say that, that you know, Last of Us Part 2 is the greatest thing and they're hyped for Part 2 to get, you know, to play it again. You know, you're going to have those regardless of what announcement is made. But after Spider-Man 2, me personally, it's just like there isn't really anything that's getting my attention going into 2024 at all. And the reason why? Because I haven't been shown anything that's that's warrant my attention at all. Most of the stuff that I've been excited for has been third party. Does a lot right by itself. You know, I would take Elden Ring DLC <laughs> right now if I could get it over anything what Sony has for 2024. Because there's literally nothing that's out there at all. Nothing. So Wolverine's not coming 2024. That's 2025. That's 2025. Latest. Yeah, that's pretty much confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know what people. Unless I mean, if Insomnia pulls like a Houdini and that comes out for 2024, I think it's time for these uh, PlayStation fanatics that want to just hype up Naughty Dog. I think it's time for you to really give the flowers to Insomnia, even oh, though dude, I, I, they, I think they the studio that stands above all is Insomnia Games. Yeah. Uh, Ted like, Price and his team. Are carrying Sony. Let, let let's not make a mistake. They it's are not even close, the yeah. crown jewel yeah. at PlayStation Studios. That's it. There there's no argument on it. That that's it. Yeah. Look at what they've done. That's what like, I have to say. It, it's insane. They have dropped more games than what you would expect from Naughty Dog. And the funny thing is, the last game Naughty Dog did again wasn't even well received. So it's like 
at what point are you going to give that team its flowers? At what point are you going to give that team its respect that it deserves? At what point? And it's just wild. It really is wild how bad it's become here. But, you know, as far as Xbox is concerned, I'm just going to say that's a PlayStation Duke. You know, this might anger some some weird ponies who don't even play the platform, but it is what it is. I will say it. Uh, I'm happy for Xbox. We need this competition. And, uh, you know, I hope every, I hope everybody, first of all, enjoys the game so that you, that you get. It's a long time, you know, coming. So whatever games they drop, hey, let's just hope they do the best. Let's hope they play the best. Let's hope they run the best, et cetera. And um, this leads to more. Yeah, no, I agree. I, 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 I Listen, it's gaming is great on all platforms. Yep. It's a little, it's definitely slow on Sony. But look, they're eventually going to they're going to they're going to show us something eventually. Obviously, in January, hopefully they do have a show that they can give us some sort of a, a peek behind the curtain. I think they have to. I think we're, we're old that as fans. Nintendo is I mean, you got Mario Wonder. They've had a lot of really good games this year. And obviously they bookend the year with, of course, uh, uh, Tears of the Kingdom, which is unbelievable. And of course, Mario Wonder, which is coming. Uh, look, at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, Wherever you play, you can enjoy games. If your company is not doing for you as a consumer what you expect them and what you pay them to do, don't be shy about calling them out and letting them know. You can be respectful. We can have adult conversations. We can give the smoke. You don't have to be nasty about it. But at the end of the day, just enjoy gaming. There's a lot to get excited about. I think if you're a PlayStation-only player, this might be the best time to come over to Xbox, starting with Starfield. Everyone's going to want to play it. You don't want to be out, uh, you know, out on the out, you know, on the outskirts, not talking about this game. But I, look, have fun no matter what. That is going to do it, ladies and gentlemen, for this week's new episode of Breakfast of Boom. Apologies, uh, King DM'd me maybe about thirty minutes ago. He got stuck at work, so I know I advertised it uh, as the uh, you know of Dusty and King being here. Unfortunately. Uh, they, you know, real life things happened. And of course, we got a, sp a surprise guest with BitCloud Gaming, which is awesome. So it was, you know, always great to have BitCloud come in here and, and give us his PlayStation take. Let's get to the outros. We'll get everyone out of here so you can start your weekend. Uh, we'll start first with Crispy Bomb. Brother, sell the brand. Where could people reach out to you on social media, but also find you somewhere else on Sunday evenings where you really let your hair down with those crazy guys and gals over at Wilmy hoods, the uh, gaming beyond the box. Talk about it. Yeah, man. It's uh it's always a pleasure. Gentlemen, shout out to the chat at Chris mom on X still, you know, Twitter just goes in your head, but X and uh, Chris Bomb 28 on Xbox Live. And yes, you can find me Sunday, 7 p.m. on Gaming Beyond the Box. And of course, back here on Breakfast of Boom. And you never know where I'll show up in the end. That's the way it goes. We'll see you then. Yeah, listen, lo love having you part of this show each and every week. Uh, and uh, obviously, you bring you always bring the, you always bring the fire. Uh, shout out to Torino Johnson, who's been in the chat, just hasn't been saying anything. Welcome. And uh, who was it over here? Uh, let's see. Dark Star. He says uh, he, he, that he's pretty annoyed that they had another dev diary for Hellblade 2 and they didn't show combat. Dude, listen. Let it cook, bro. You, you, Starfield is in six days. We don't need to see Hellblade 2 right now. We saw something in June. Gave you visuals. Gave you an ideology. It's going to have its own direct. It's going to have 40 minutes of combat gameplay 
for everyone to go oohs and ahs. And that's going to happen in January, probably around the same time that Sony's going to have their show and it's going to release first quarter. Let it cook, dude. It's it's going to be okay. These Hell, Hellblade 2 is going to be what you hoped and and what you were expected from the original. It is going to be... Is, I've talked to people that said it's very God of War-esque in regards to its combat. We'll see it. Just enjoy the time. Enjoy the now, bro. Starfield, six days. Get hype. Um, Fuzzy Belvedere, sell your brand. Obviously, your YouTube channel is the best place for anything and everything racing. You're going to be up to your eyeballs, not only with Forza Motorsport, but Ubisoft's got a racer coming out or in addition to a racer that's very Horizon 5-like, and I can't wait to play it. Tell everyone where they can subscribe, and more importantly, reach out to you on social media. Just want to thank you for having me on, and, and thanks to everybody in the chat for joining us. It's always great when we have uh, BitCloud on here as well. Thanks for joining us as well. And just love being on here with you, Boom, and, and Crispy. It, it's This is pretty much the uh, the start of the weekend and, and a lot of good gaming going on uh, this weekend and for the next few weeks here. Uh, for those that want to hear my endless rambles or rants on anything gaming related, particularly Forza or other racing games, just follow me on the app formerly known as Twitter at fuzzy underscore Belvedere. Uh, you can also find me on the Xbox Ultimate Podcast, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tonight on Fun Speculations channel. And then tomorrow on uh, the Shop Podcast at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on PTK Blam's channel. And then right back here for Xbox Lunch Break Special at 12 noon right here on Double Barrel Gaming. Look forward to seeing you guys there. Yes, yes. And Monday's show is going to be dope. I'm already working on it. In fact, I, you know, it's crazy. Like, I, I work on the show seven days a week. Last night, I dreamt of what I was going to talk about <laughs> on Monday. There's something wrong with me. But don't worry, Monday show is going to be dope. Um, BitCloud Gaming, sell your brand, brother. We got to get you to 11K on your on your YouTube channel. One of the best, better places for PlayStation news, no doubt about it. You and Joe, Mr. Bad Bit, do represent the brand in the most proper way. Talk yes, about where people could come for some positive PlayStation news. And more importantly, where can people reach out to you on social media? Yeah, apparently I'm an Xbox channel, you know, because I because I've been you are an Xbox about channel. You are, you are, you are <laughs> officially a bot, apparently. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> shout out to you, thank you. Uh, if you guys want to subscribe to me, I can leave a link to the channel if you want me. I can for sure do that. But um, now um, I'm gonna drop a little motivation for you guys real quick before I get into just everything. Uh, like I said, yeah, I lost 58 pounds. Uh, nice. wanna, you. you're looking great. You can see it in your face. You look great. I, I want to drop this. I want to show this for Joe. I know Joe has been on his uh, weight loss journey as well. Yes, he, yes, he has. As you guys clearly can see. Oh, dude, Joe. you look fantastic, dude. Wow, that you as look you magnificent. Can see, anybody can do it. Yeah, I can do it. You can do it. That that Elf is what well. nearly sixty pounds looks like, folks. Yeah, absolutely, fantastic, brother. You look fantastic. Thank you. Um, health is wealth. And uh, Indeed. the reason why I'm bringing that up and why I'm doing that, you know, I just got, we got some, you know, devastating news. Uh, yesterday, we lost arguably one of the uh, best wrestlers who ever done it, uh, Wyndham Rotunda, a.k.a. Oh, my Wyatt. goodness. He passed away. No he way. Died, he passed Gee away yesterday. Whiz. He passed away at 36. Um, he had 36 a, years yeah. old. Jesus. Mm -hmm. He had a heart attack um, after 
after con- contracting COVID. So that's what oh, happened wow. uh, in Garstone. So my advice to you guys, you know, yeah, it's just video games. Everybody on this panel, I consider brothers. I talk to on a daily. It's it's nothing like we talk about gaming, we chill. But to all of you in this community that that think this is serious, it's nothing serious about this. Simply video games. My yep. advice to you is take time and cherish what matters to you, and really put aside petty stuff and look at what's really important at the end of the day. Yeah, this is a hobby, but it's up to us to make this make this the best hobby on the planet that's up to us life is short yeah. man and it is it is it is too short absolutely third, and you know something it could be over tomorrow mm-hmm. just have fun man smile you can be 22 you can be yep. 19 18 it don't matter it can be over tomorrow you don't know and you got to think about how you want to depart this earth do you want to be known for act for this or do you want to be known for what you for who you are outside of this you know what i'm saying i think a lot of people need to understand that you know console wars sound fun on paper but then the day you see it with twitter you see it with videos you see it with just the weird stuff we see in this community more people getting attacked and harassed developers and all that stuff that right there is not what makes gaming what it is that makes gaming a joke and it makes us all look bad so i want all of you guys take that to heart i want you to enjoy your weekend and if you want uh to subscribe to me it's big cloud gaming youtube twitch and uh twitter um, I'll drop a link if uh, Boom wants me to for sure. But uh, absolutely, go yeah. right ahead. Absolutely. But um, that's my channel. And um, now nah, we'll talk. Enjoy your weekend. Play some games, and uh, see you guys next week. Okay, absolutely, brother. Thank you so much. What what a, what what a great uh, surprise guest to be here today, Big Cloud. Thank you so much for being here as always. Obviously, you're part of the family, and uh, couldn't be more proud of you. The weight loss goal. Uh, you know, obviously, I, I got a long way to go before this shirt comes off. But I, I'm working at it. I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm working at it. And it's not it's not as easy. Oh, I guess oh, it's not as I easy at 52, but I'm still working at it. You know, obviously. And I, I you know, listen, anyone could lose weight. Anyone could have better health. Yep. And everyone should go for it because obviously, you know, health is wealth for sure. But look, I want to say this. Thank you to all of the super chats that came in and all the channel memberships. Uh we have learned that Stalker 2 is, is not coming out until 2024. Uh, so, obviously, it was one of our big giveaways for this year. We're giving away 15 copies. Mrs. Boomstick and I are buying at 76.43, 15 copies of Stalker 2, and we're giving them away to anyone around the world. Everyone's invited. Come into the chat when we have our release party for that game, and if, if the picker gets you, you, you're a winner. We win a winner chicken dinner, 15 copies. So because that contest is being moved into 2024, what we've decided to do is our holiday show, which we've done, this is going to be the fifth annual one. We usually, we've gone up in the years. Last year, we gave $1,000 away. This year, for that one show, that one two-hour show, we're giving away $1,500. We're adding another $500. We have confirmed that with Mrs. Boom. You know, she handles the finances. So we're doing $1,500 giveaway for a holiday. Now, why do I tell you that? Well, because we can't do these kind of giveaways without the channel support. Channel memberships and Super Chats, we don't, we don't spend them. We tuck them away and we give them back. We, put, we, put it, we invest into the channel through equipment, through programs, through PCs, and, of course, the big giveaways. So for the remainder of the year, 
We have two $500 uh, giveaways happening in September, one in September, one in November, and the big one is $1,500 in uh, December. So obviously, if you're a fan uh, and uh, you've been supportive of the channel, you get extra, you know, whenever you drop a super chat or you put your part of the channel, you get extra, uh, uh, you know, uh, entries into this contest. You have a bit better chance to win. And of course, I want to say uh, thank you for everyone, everything that everyone does. But of course, I want to say have a great weekend. Enjoy gaming wherever you enjoy gaming. And of course, I'm going to close out the show with something that hopefully oh. one day. Yeah, sorry about that. I hit the brown button. So hopefully one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything. To be nice, you live by those rules, Craig, I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. Have a great weekend. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of Breakfast with Boom. Boom.